man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sink and ship All right. Good morning, regulators. Good morning. Hey, welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network. And this is a live recorded podcast, which will be available on all the podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney, and in the bunkhouse this morning, it is Yes, and I'm Cody Ryan. It is TJ Graney, and uh, I don't know quite who he is today. He's changed the format of the show. Beefsteak has changed his location. And then TJ, on top of that, is using hand signals like he's a uh, director for a movie. And we've never talked about these hand signals he's using. And Okay, uh, that's three. <laughs> that's two. And that's one. And Beefsteak. Is, is can you not, hear me? Yep, it sounds like you're on a phone. And sounds like you're in a submarine. <laughs> Beefsteak is in a middle, submarine in the middle of the Indian Ocean, not even one of the wow. surrounding United States oceans. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I may uh, I may just monitor the war effort from uh, from afar. Then, well, if I can't sound good. Because I, you know, I'm testing this out because, you know, last week, Cody, you remember what happened. We had a, a near miss. With on, what? Uh, getting in and with, with me and my knee and my triple Lindy and oh, getting to the meniscus. bunkhouse. You hey, know, yeah, hey, yeah. by the way, we would have a been doctor, a very, a very important doctor took one of those electron, electrical pic, funny pictures and found out that I have a partially torn meniscus in the midway on the right horn. And they made sure that they, I haven't seen the doctor yet, but this is what they wrote up. And they uh, made sure to emphasize lots of wear and tear. So there you go. That's my, so uh, I just thought it was funny. Lots of wear and tear. That's your knee update, and uh, well, of course, lots of wear and tear. I mean, you know, you don't, you haven't set steel. Hey, don't give me that look. You haven't set steel. You're not, you're not one to, you're not one to sit still for very long. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, wear and tear is going to happen. They do have, they do have certain weight and timing and all kinds of restrictions on those things. You know, knees that is. Hey, uh, okay. And Ty is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, gets up here, fires up the old pot belly stove, deals with beefsteak. Uh, yep, gets mm. beefsteak in line, puts foil on the old wire coat hanger that's out front, and makes sure that this thing comes to you. This hour of the show brought to you by our friends over at McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. That's where we go to make sure our second amendment rights are being uh, safely carried on uh, mcbride's guns austin family owned and operated 
if you're looking for a new firearm, uh, deer season's coming. You better go get the deer rifle of your dreams. Uh, if you're looking for a shotgun, dove season coming on quick. And uh, although I don't think if I bought a different shotgun, it would help my shooting at all. No, it would. Uh, mm. No. Um, but McBride's guns, they've been there forever. And if you've got an estate with firearms and you need them uh, looked at and you need to get a value on them, they can help you with all that stuff. McBride's is in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's gun, well, they're our hometown gun shop. Hey, here in Texas, at least in uh, Central Texas region, we got a little bit of rain. Man, I'll weird. tell you what, of course we got rain. You know why? Because you're we, dancing naked at the lake out there doing the. No, uh, that's weird. Yeah, 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 you yeah, just yeah. made it awkward. No, but <laughs> the reason we got rain, it happens every year. It happens every single year is uh, dove season's just around the corner. Oh, and so every little puddle, every little. Uh, that is know, a great point. It happens every year. It ruins dove season. Um, you know, where normally I would have a chance to shoot four or five dove. I mean, because you got water. Yeah. But now, now, uh, every place is that have is a, little a bit of water. really. That is a really good, uh, it happens every year. Just look at it. It's going to run right. I, I, right before I'm, now that season. I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, holy cow, but that happens every year. It reminded me too. I, and I hadn't had it on my list and we need to remind our faithful listeners throughout the show that, uh, here in Texas, it is time to buy your new license. We didn't talk about it last week, but it is time to buy your purchase your new hunting and fishing license. So you can the get year. them starting August 1st. Yeah. You got to get them now. Yeah. Well, come on. Started in August. So, uh, and, and I need to check, but I think if you're fishing right now without it, then you're fishing illegally, right? Or does it start September 1st? I think it, I think you can buy them before they expire. So, so it must be, so sometimes you can have two of them starting next month. Yeah. I would guess that's the way it works. We should know that solid. That's not our job. It, it's our the job is just to that remind everybody. To, it's the disclaimer I've been trying to get established for the, for the show, which is we are not a legal advice. We do not give legal advice. Nothing we say is, yeah, but uh, we know stuff. We know stuff. Beef. When is when do you legally have to have kind of make coffee? That kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear the question. What is when do you legally have to have your new license in the state of Texas? September first. Uh, yes. The end oh. of October. Uh, the end of August thirty first. But that wasn't the question. So it expires. I on know, August but 31st. that wasn't. We, I, we, I knew that that wasn't the question that I was, huh? You're right. It was August. It was September 1st. I know I was right on that part. I was saying, I don't know if your license expires prior to that, if it expires in August or if it expires September 1st. Yeah. And he said it expires August August 31st. 31st at midnight. It runs through that <laughs> that time. I'm positive. I, I just renewed I mine online. Did you see all that stuff I sent over to you about renewing online and how easy it was? And you can now, now do electronic tags for deer. No? Okay. We won't yeah, talk about yeah. it then. Oh, man. We were looking at it like crazy. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So we got, we got some weather and thank goodness we got rain. I don't know the fires that are going on around Texas are, you know, minimalized now that it's bizarre that, um, ones here near us are still burning. There's still a small section of them that burns and sometimes they don't go in to fight them. They just let them burn down. It's, it's the whole fire thing is really interesting if you spend some time talking about it 
I had, uh, had my old Bobcat tractor, our old Bobcat tractor go down. And, uh, it was funny. Cody's father-in-law who is now my neighbor, Lee came over and shout out to Lee for help to helping me get that thing up and running and diesel bros, uh, YouTube channel helped us get it up and running. Oh my and, goodness. Uh, I can just see you two guys, both, both big YouTubers. But look, here's the deal. My father and my father-in-law, like we had a date ask me. Night. Yeah. Pretty much had a date. I'm sure. <laughs> but did. pretty much like introduce me, the younger guy about to, to YouTube channels, you know, like diesel bros or diesel brothers or the, you, you two guys watch like, YouTube guys watch more YouTube than the average 20 year old right now. I bet. <laughs> well, you're not an hey. average 20 year old. Let's, let's just clarify this. Uh, we Times went two. to, Times so, two. so we, uh, we, we, uh, work, we're working on the diesel Bobcat skid steer and some of the stuff that we did was because of what we saw on that channel. But it was, we worked on it for like an hour and a half and it was just like, okay. This, did y'all put big tires on it? Yeah, we put big tires on it. We spray painted it fluorescent green. It's cool. You'll <laughs> dig it. Got stacks a, on it. Oh, dude. One, one big stack. We just oh, did a double single. That's going to be awesome. sweet. A double, double single. single. I kind of made that new term up. I was thinking <laughs> about think? starting, a, starting a YouTube channel called Double Single Diesel. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we uh we had one the battery was going dead and we had one last run and and he said let's just try it one more time and he thought, oh that's all you had to do was change the battery no i had it it had a new battery I'm but just we were trying to get fluid in the <laughs> fuel to get to the to where but so we had a bunch of starter fluid and we took out the air filters <laughs> and sprayed starter fluid in there which that's is cheating no, hey, no, it's, it's getting it done is what it is, and that's magic uh, juice right there. And that bad boy fired up, and it's humming like a top. And man, and he and he looked at me because we we're like, okay, it's not going to start. Something's the fuel, the pump is broken or something. Because I had one of my guys at church tell me I probably broke the fuel pump, and uh, he looked at me and he goes, "Is is that?" Is that idling? Does it sound right? I said, dude, that sounds like it. That sounds as good as it's ever sounded. So we got the old Bobcat running. And so I told him, what I was said, the problem? Uh, just, we had a broken line that we had to replace and I couldn't get some of the nuts off. He had to bring some of his special wrenches and stuff over. Um, oh, that's called a socket set, by the way. No, no, I had, <laughs> I had a socket. You needed some long 18 millimeter and 17 millimeter it's a BFW inches. is what it is. And, you and get but, the BFW. But the, here's the good part. We got the Bobcat running, all right? So I can work again. But then we went and had dinner at the Mexican food restaurant. Oh, y'all are so cute. <laughs> and he wore his Diesel Bros t-shirt. Oh, so, my goodness. We talked about Did all kinds of Did you wear your Diesel Bros shirt? Y'all could have been matchy, matchy. Oh, I, I, we were matchy, matchy anyway, but, Aww. uh, we had so much fun just, and cause all the, all the women, everybody was out of our hair. I mean, not at home. And, uh, so it was great. Them girls not distracting you two guys from hanging out. So did y'all go get dessert afterwards? No, no, it was no. late. You know, it was after seven o'clock, so we're it's past our bedtime. <laughs> oh, y'all went out for a late dinner at Luby's. We did didn't go you? out for a late dinner. It was funny. I didn't know Luby stayed up that long. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Lee uh, for coming, Buck, for coming by and helping me out. Man, it's super, super grateful and just, you know, grateful to have family close by and uh that you know we can help each other do stuff when we need it which has been really fun anyway sun auto you gonna do sun auto oh, do it. absolutely Come you on, know man. i'll talk about it because we took my wife 
Durango there to Sun Automotive. And you know, I said to myself, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. <laughs> and it can be hard to find a mechanic that you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate and they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You're interested? All you got to do is find them at locations 405 Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. SunAutoService.com. All right. We've got a new show format that we're trying out this morning, and it could absolutely be a train wreck. So you don't want to miss it. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse somehow. Uh, catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live all over the U.S. Somewhere, and... somehow, we are live. And I got here via my GMC. If you're looking for that perfect truck or SUV and can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC have one built for you. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Yeah, that's right. Here's how simple it is. Walk right in, sit right down, and have one of our professional-grade GMC experts build the exact truck you want, and you'll receive our pre-order discount. Do that right now. Go see our friends in Central Texas. Go visit the team of professional-grade experts who will take first-class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle that's just the beginning of the relationship. Niall Maxwell GMC exit 256 in Round Rock online or online at nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade. Okay, so one of the things that we've uh we've not talked about in a while and I was kind of prompted to it this week was what's going on along the coast? What's happening to the coastal areas, uh, especially right here where we are in Texas, what's going on with the fishing down there. And so I wanted to get a call in from captain Larry or captain Gordon Taylor. I was going to say Larry Ebest. Uh, that's a flash from, the wow. Past. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> I guess that's what happens guy. when you get old. It just all works as one. You just try and remember the one that you're just lucky. If you get one that pops in there and you can say anything, uh, but hoping that Gordon Taylor called in Gordon Taylor. Is he on the line with us? Sure. Am. Do we have, Hey, he Captain Gordon Taylor. What in hey, the world morning, are you doing? Well, I had to get up early today for you guys. <laughs> well, you should. Why aren't you out fishing today? How come you you got too much going on? Well, if you would have seen the storm that rolled in this morning, we had a pretty darn good storm come through. And right now the winds are probably up to 25 to 30 plus miles an hour. And no, I don't feel like getting out in that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Captain Gordon is the official guide on the Texas coast for us here at the bunkhouse. And, uh, we just, we wanted to check in with you and find out what, what's the fishing been like before this storm rolled in. Now I know there was a, um, a tropical depression or some tropical disturbance that was rolling in. Uh, I think it was further South than you, right? We're going into hurricane season supposed to have more hurricanes than ever before uh so what what's well, the weather look like for you well it is farther south from us and we're hoping to get some rain out of this and we got a little bit last night we got about a half an inch about four o'clock this morning and uh we finally got rain here at my house it took 47 days before we finally got some rain and we were behind big time We'd only received six inches for the whole year, and we got some beneficial rain. Last weekend, we got five inches of rain, so it's doing nothing but helping the fish. And 
we needed it out in the bays. Those bays right now, with all the salinity levels the way they are, and no fresh water out there, it's been a little tough. You can you can still put fish in the box, whether it's reds, trout, drum, but you're having to work a little harder due to all this uh, lack of fresh water. But this should do nothing but help us now. Same way with uh, helping out with the fleshing bacteria, kind of tone that down a little bit and help out the fish and shrimp. God, you can't keep shrimp alive in that box for maybe an hour because of how hot it is. Water temps are between 86 and 91 degrees right now. I know that uh, for Cody, that's a that's something that is uh, an issue when you have warmer water and you're having to deal with it. And, and I wonder about that fresh water getting into the to the bays and lakes and how that affects the fishing and stuff it just seemed to me that if you go long enough the water in the lakes gets gets janky and the water on the coast is so that's it's gotta be good to get fresh water uh fresh water in there and kind of flush everything and and i want to talk about you know some of the some of the things that happens when the water sits too long, but, um, do you find it? And I, I wonder too, Cody, when, when it rains a bunch and these lakes get all this water, are you getting, is that moving the fish around? Is that making the fishing better? Or does it make it after a, a good rain? Does it make it, does it just disperse them or does it make it harder to find fish? Well, it's, uh, once you finally get the rain, then you got to figure out that pattern and uh but no it's it'll help it's really really gonna help it's been tough lately because you can't most of the flats are just stagnant is what i would say because of lack of rain and uh i've been fishing a little deeper is what i've had been having to do and then you gotta put up with uh the winds we've had some extremely high winds so it kind of limits you where you can go with extreme winds plus the salinity in the water Truthfully, I've talked to every guide out there at the dock, and they keep saying that this is by far one of the toughest years they've had due to the different weather patterns we are having. And one of the things you just mentioned earlier was about the hurricanes, how we're supposed to have the most this year. But from what the weathermen are saying right now, with the Saharan dust that's been blowing from uh, Africa, that, that's, that will stop the hurricanes. And I don't know what that has to do with it, but they're saying the Saharan dust will limit how many hurricanes we have. And we haven't had that many so far. Yeah, we haven't had a major one hit the Texas coast, I don't think, or, or even the tropical storm. The one that we had closest was the one that just hit south. And uh, it makes sense that you got some rain off of it because doesn't it rain on the east side? Of a uh, well, tropical storm, or a, isn't that what the the saying is? Well, usually during a hurricane, it's the north side that gets the most rain, not the south side of of it when it's coming in. So it's you know, right. it'll stay dry on the south end. So that's that's what happens around here. Uh, and I just, it's just interesting to me how. And, you know, you've got some places around the country where, man, they haven't had any water in forever, but, uh, but I remember how many times like our, our main lake right here close is Lake Travis, Lake Buchanan, Lake Buchanan. I know down South there's a Falcon and some of those others. And, and I know it's gotta be this way out on the, uh, on the West coast, you know, um, some of those places where. I mean, killer fishing, killer bass lakes, killer, uh, but the water is so far down, but you get water and man, it's not very long after those, uh, those fish are coming in close uh -huh. and, and repopulating. And it's a, it's a healthy rebound when you have stuff like that happen, uh, when you have those influxes I, I think a lot of times cody talks about the stuff that grows up on the banks when the water's down um but you, the water really doesn't go down on the coast right i mean you're not seeing it recede do you no not really we had some uh really weird low tides a couple of months ago for you know about two months we kept having extremely 
low tides, which was weird because we're getting all that strong south wind. And I don't know, that could be due to rain too, which is, you know, what we needed too. So I'm not really 100% sure on that, but we're at the right levels now. We are, even before this rain, we finally got back up to the levels we're supposed to be. Well, hey, hold over. I want to talk to you about, so there's some uh, some situations going on with oysters, and I want to talk to you. We got Captain Gordon Taylor on, a uh, guide on the Texas coast, and I want to ask you about this, um, the uh, oysters that are going out in, from Florida or from Louisiana and what you've heard about it and the bacteria and those things that are happening. I got some thoughts about it. Uh, and so I want you to hold over for just a few minutes. But before that, finding affordable, top-quality health care options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. I trust. I have my family under an Altrua Health Share program. It's a 501c3 organization that shares in medical needs, and it's been doing so for over 25 years. Yes, I represent them as I travel across the country because I believe in the mission that Altrua is doing. Altrua Healthcare is Health Share is a healthcare sharing ministry. Uh, members commit to a statement of standards, which includes a healthy lifestyle choice. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Check out Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. That's right. We'll talk oysters on the flip side. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun Fixed me some coffee and a honey bun Jumped in my pickup Gave her the gas I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag All right, welcome Not back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Live on Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 on a brand new website, theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. Hey, this summer... Build your perfect new Ram without all the added charges, market adjustments, addendums. Pay nothing until it arrives during the Nile Maxwell Supercenter Make This Summer event. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our Ram truck team at Nile Maxwell Supercenter will set down with you and build out the exact Ram that best seats your needs. Build it, buy it, and we'll deliver it right to your driveway. The savings and selection are here at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin. Come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin. See all savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. See, so, you've got me, you had me all confused, but good job on taking care of that commercial that got flipped and flopped and twisted. So. You changed hey. the show up on me, and I don't know what's going. On. I don't know my left hand. You're doing fine. My right Just ear. Keep rolling. Okay. You've uh you've been working at manual labor for the last several days. And... Yeah, I've been out here at at uh, the private lake at my buddy's private lake working on the uh, a porch or patio that we've been working you've on. Laid for... acres and acres of flat sandstone paper, so job well done Ah, uh, yeah yeah it's looks uh, great looks good yeah it's coming yeah. together looks beautiful, beautiful beautiful lake house hey we got uh captain gordon taylor's on the line with us he's the official guide for the texas coast and the outdoor zone and uh and we were talking about the way the water or not having fresh water affects um the fishing and affects us on the coast and i had and kind of what brought this on was i was reading this article and it says a texas man is among two people who died from a bacteria infection after eating raw oysters in florida both cases involved oysters from louisiana according to the wfaa a vibria bacteria which was apparently present in the oysters 
It doesn't make the oysters look, smell, or taste any different. Rodney Jackson, who is reportedly from Dallas, suffered mild symptoms after purchasing oysters from Maria's Fresh Seafood Market in Pensacola on August 3rd, but didn't go to the hospital until August 7th. He died two days later, according to the Pensacola News Journal. The Vibrio bacteria was detected in his blood and was determined as the cause of death. Jackson's family does not blame the market for his illness. In the U.S., about 80,000 people get vibriosis every year. About 100 people die from it annually. And this is, Gordon Taylor, I know this is something that we've uh, talked about on the show um, many, many, many times. And this is about the time of year that this starts showing up. Have you heard or anything on the Texas coast? What do you, what have you heard about the uh, bacteria that the, the flesh eating bacteria that happens in the water? Well, it's out there. It's just a natural occurrence that happens with all the uh, oysters out there. They're just filtering the water is what they're doing. And right now with the higher water temperatures, this raises that bacteria level in the waters. And, you know, here in the state of Texas, you've been told all your life not to eat oysters during the summertime or you only eat them, you know, don't eat them with the months that end with R. And uh, it, they're out there. And right now, you can get it so easily. But if you just cook the oysters, whether you uh, broil them or fry them, you kill that bacteria in there, and then they're safe to eat. But eating them raw, you are taking a huge risk this time of year, you know, with that Vibrio. That Vibrio is not, nothing to mess with, and same way when I take people fishing. If they want to get out of the boat and they want to go wade fishing this time of year, I ask them ahead of time, make sure nobody has an open wound. If you do, I'm not taking you out. But you can also put on a pair of waders if you want and take a chance. Just don't get any water on you because that's all it takes is just a little bit of water that has that Vibrio in it, and you can contract it really fast. Well, and and, and that is so true. It, it, people don't, I, it, even in the freshwater, they have the bacterias and uh, in a lake or a pond, uh, you know, the local lakes when the water's down and the temperature's way, way up there you have got to be so careful i remember one time uh i was wade fishing i don't remember the time of year but i came up on an oyster uh an oyster bed while i was wade fishing and i reached down and i pulled an oyster up out of the ground i popped it open i don't know what where i got a knife or how i got it open and i ate the oyster right out of the shell terrible and and i look back at that and i think man, that was not really bright. Uh, you know, I mean, it could have been really dangerous. And of course, at the time I was just thinking, oh, I'm a wild man, you know, living off the land and sea. Uh (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you gotta be so, so careful. And it's something that, you know, I mean, people go out to the, to the lake or, um, but one thing that in the saltwater stuff, and in this case, uh, these the folks that are that are showing up um, at the hospitals and dying from the oysters um, most of them are people who have health issues it's not a healthy person that's typically getting this and I think that's always been the same on the coast when somebody would get this in their in a cut and it'd eat their arm off or you know eat a chunk of meat out of them they had they had health issues that's true. That's true. It's just they always tell you, the elderly people with a weak immune system should not be eating raw oysters this time of year or being out on the water for that matter, you know, with open wounds. So, yeah, it's it's nothing to mess with, TJ. It's just pretty serious. I've known so many guides who have contracted that. One guy out of Rockport, he played with his dog the night before throwing a ball. The dog's tooth caught his hand. And when he went out the next day, he he put his hand in a live well, and he contracted it within 15 minutes and had to be brought back to the dock with an ambulance waiting for him. That's how fast it was. Brutal. Well, 
I'll tell you, you have, uh, Captain Taylor, you have um, really uh, alleviated some of my stress about it and that you can still eat fried oysters. And so you just got to fry them the healthy way anyway. So <laughs> that's a healthy way to eat them anyway. I like that. Well, you know, and I think I've told you guys before, too, one of the most, uh, the best way to eat oysters this time of year, and if you want them raw, and I love raw oysters. I love them, too. But I want to get them from H-E-B. And because uh, they're oysters, they came up with a uh, cold pasteurization years ago, probably about 99 or 2000. And that cold pasteurization makes those oysters 99.9% safe to eat raw. And if I want raw oysters, that's where I go because of their cold pasteurization. And thank you, Captain Gordon Taylor, former director of seafood at the HEB store. Hey, so before we let you go, Gordon Taylor, uh, I want to, you know, make sure that we give out your contact information in case somebody wants to book for the fall and uh, try and get into some of this freshwater fishing that's going to be happening. It's fresh no, water not, in the bay fishing. Yeah. He's going on the bass circuit, fish. Cody. He's going to go fish the FL, the uh, National Professional Fishing League in his center console, uh, live shrimp. Uh, so no, I, I, one of the things, if you follow Captain Gordon Taylor, his Facebook, he's always cooking. So he's posting stuff on there that he's, I mean, he, he does some kind of fancy thing for lunch and, uh, your wife must love having you as the primary cook in the house. Uh, what are you, what's on your menu for today? What, what's been poking at you that you think you're going to cook? Hmm. Today I was thinking about, my daughter was asking me if I could make and set up some, uh, homemade carnage asada today. So I got to get started cooking that today with some, uh, pinto beans going on, some homemade jalapeno cheese, cornbread, and maybe a little bit of, uh, avocado slices on the side. <laughs> okay. Golly. Well, I keep threatening when we come down there that we're going to have dinner at your house. So be ready because we're going to come hungry with a list. I'll I'll Uh, come up to the menu for sure. (laughs) Hey, if somebody wants to go fishing with you, how do they get in touch with Captain Gordon Taylor, official guide for the outdoor zone? Just give me a call, 361-319-0099, and we'll book your trip. All right, 361-319-0099. Captain Gordon Taylor, official guide for the Texas coast. Uh, All right, well, keep us posted. Let us know what's going on. I will. You guys take care, okay? All right, God bless. All right, buddy. Captain Gordon Taylor. Man, Cody, you and I used to go to the coast all the time. Well, and we were just there with the family uh, oh, that's you know, right. But a couple of weeks ago, but it was a very weird trip for us going to the coast. And I was like, you know, I've got a toddler now, and yeah, you were uh, building sandcastles. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to do. I we didn't have any fishing <laughs> rods. We didn't have any fishing trip plan. And I was like, and and everybody wanted to go to the beach. Let's change that. The girls in the family wanted to go to the beach. And that's fun for like four minutes, but then what do you do for the other, you know, six hours on the beach? I have to, I have to put it out there. Cody Graney did so good in his participation. Sandcastle. Sandcastle. Yeah. Built a sandcastle with the moat that was made out of concrete and not made out of seashells, but it was really good. So. Uh, shout out to you. Hey, Captain Gordon Taylor, 361-319-0099. You can book him from anywhere in the world and come down here and go fishing on the Texas coast. He knows what he's doing. Great with kids. Uh, so come down and have some fun with him. Hey, on the flip side, when we come back, um, we have some, uh, oh, 
there's a there's a uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I don't Starbucks understand. has this these protesters are going on out there. They're eating their own in the liberal world and uh, you got to hear this. It's only one place. It's live in the bunkhouse. Uh, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone, 24-7, on theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms live here on Sunday morning, 7 to 9, on the Outdoor Zone radio network. Hey, Keystone Bank, Bank experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, entrepreneurs, hunters, fishermen. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking with your fingertips anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started at Keystone. Get started with a Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. 11,500 B Caves Road, West Austin, 500 Pressler Street, downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, Keystone Bank, Keystone.Bank for all the information. Keystone.Bank, Keystone Bank, that's where we bank here in the bunkhouse. Hey, hey uh, I thought it was, so I'm at a, I'm at my buddy's lake house. Um, my wife and daughter had bridal showers and baby showers and several things like <laughs> you didn't the, want to of, go to that of the sorts. I, I don't. I I have no no desire nor uh, I think they're all women based activities. So I am helping helping a buddy out at his lake house uh, work on a porch and and some stuff like that out here. And so he he was staying at home. I was staying at the lake house. And, uh, and he sends me a text on his way out here yesterday. And it kind of reminded me of whatever you have your, your, uh, your comment here on top of the story, but he sent me a message. He goes, you know, heading out there, uh, do you need anything from town? And I texted him back. I said, double latte, mocha, vente, caramel, ice cappuccino would be great. And I have no idea if you know me, I have no idea even what that is. Those are just words I recognize from, you know, my wife Riding shotgun next to your wife. When yeah. She my wife Starbucks. ordering coffee. So <laughs> yeah, no clue what that is, but he was like, <laughs> sent like a confused face back. Like what? I think he was expecting me to be like, Hey, yeah, we need some, uh, some two by fours, bring uh four more two by fours out here. Some 16 penny galvanized. Yeah. But well, th- that I is didn't so get funny. my latte, vente, uh, mocha, caramel. As long as I've been going to coffee shops and doing all that stuff, I still stand there with just a blank look on my face. Like, what would I, what would I, and some people walk up, ah, uh, give me a skinny soy latte with a extra shot and uh, no sugar, but, uh, make sure you put the, um, yeah. So. I just go, uh, I'm the worst customer. I had somebody tell me that worked at a Starbucks one time. They said, you're the worst customer. You come in, you order a cup of black coffee and you sit there for two hours. <laughs> so I'm well, they weren't working on some, tips. Apparently uh, I'm going to burn up some of this Starbucks electricity and take up a seat. Uh, so as you're rolling out this morning to get your mocha latte or tomorrow morning, when you roll out to get your mocha latte, uh, skinny cappuccino, uh, a group of protesters took a stance outside of Starbucks on the West end, uh, about vegan on the, this is from Nashville, Tennessee. So this is out of Nashville way to go. Nashville Starbucks on the West end, 
they were protesting against vegan milk on Thursday morning. The street was shut down Thursday morning and business had to close their doors, including Star V Starbucks, where they were protesting. The protesters led three people to be uh, the protest led three people to being cited and one physically arrested following the protest. Over a dozen Metro police cars shut down the street. The whole street as protesters centered their cemented their feet to make the point. Starbucks claims they're about sustainability, Trisha Luberbecker said with PETA, yet it charges customers up to 90 cents extra for non-dairy milks. She said the coffee empire's extra charge on vegan hurts the planet. And Starbucks, and by Starbucks report, they use the use of dairy is their target largest contributor to greenhouse gas emissions. Anyway, so these these protesters go down to Starbucks and I can't quite figure out. So it says they cemented their feet. That just they, means they didn't move. They just planted no, their feet. They literally poured concrete around their feet, like tied it, bags around them and then put it up. You should see they had to break it away. Well, and but the the weird part of it was wait, they poured concrete, they poured bags of concrete around their on their feet. No, yeah. so they they had rubber boots on, they had rubber boots on, and they filled them with concrete. No, they they had their I guess their feet were in in bags of concrete, and they filled the bags with water. I I couldn't quite. Determine how they did it. I'm pretty sure that's um uh, well, I won't say it, but it has but to he, do with that's how they used to get rid of bodies, is it not? With the mafia. It might have been easier. But but listen to this. Tell me if you catch what the interesting. So uh, they shut down the whole street, they shut down everything. Uh, eventually, one of the guys got arrested, and a couple of them got tickets. Um, but here's the part I thought was interesting. Police said Daniel Befano, a uh, 46 of Michigan, intentionally placed himself in the extra in the exit lane of the business blocking traffic. He refused to comply and repeated requests for him to leave the property. He was taken into custody. Uh, he was one of the people wearing rubber boots encased in concrete in order to hamper efforts to remove him from the property. Bufano was charged with disorderly conduct. Two women, Emily Slayer, 39, and Norma Hernandez, 42, both of Las Vegas, were issued misdemeanor citations. Um, one of them was taken to the hospital because her feet hurt from being encased in concrete. You think? <laughs> but here's the part that I thought was interesting. So this is in Nashville, right? Starbucks in Nashville. You got a 46-year-old guy from Michigan. You got a 39-year-old lady and a 42-year-old lady, both from Las Vegas, at a Starbucks in Nashville. And a 33-year-old from New York. Get a job they have one they work for PETA get a job they have one come working on for PETA. there so so PETA calls them and says hey okay we got this plan here's what you do you yeah. go to the hardware store you buy boots and concrete you're going to the to the Starbucks at 8701 Smith Lane in Nashville get your tickets use the a gold card <laughs> that's exactly how there. it works that's exactly that's why they're it's a funded terrorist group in the united states of america i say it every week it's it's a terrorist group that's what these the this is where your money's going to it's not saving puppies it's not saving kitties it's going to these terrorists it's going to that the they hardware bring in. store for concrete <laughs> yeah so what a waste of water that's what I got to say, depleting our water source. So the Starbucks had a reply. 
They said, we respect our customers' right to respectfully voice their opinions so long as it does not disrupt our store operations. Oh, yeah. Hey, everything's good until you start messing with our money. Don't mess with our money. In regards to alternative milks, customers can customize any beverage on the menu with non-dairy milk, including soy milk, coconut milk, almond milk, and oat milk for an additional cost. Uh, pricing varies market by market. Adding a splash of any alternative milk to brewed coffee, iced coffee, cold brew, and Americano beverages is offered free of charge. So it seems like the these folks are eating their arm off to try and get away from their date. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a disgusting. You invite them, you invite them to the party. You got to deal with it. You know, you want to play on that playground. Well, <laughs> you're going to have to just now there was four people there all in their late 30s and 40s that uh needed something to do PETA has come to your doorstep and said hey change this change it or else and uh, yeah you invited them to the party you need to do whatever it is to take care of that join join them it's like what they were doing when they said anybody is welcome into our stores and they can use our restrooms. They can come in our store anytime they want. And that just, at, they had to shut down stores all over the country because the homeless and, and people were just coming in, taking advantage of their stores, making messes. And, and they had to shut down stores all over the country because they, but they invited them to the party. And I don't know how much vegan options are. But I would guess to create the vegan soy milks, you're burning some pretty heavy diesel on that tractor to get those soybeans planted and harvested. And probably more than you get from a cow. Yeah, the irony behind the whole thing is it's sickening. It's just, it's bizarre. It's sick. It's a, uh, it's a feel-good, a temporary feel-good you know, it, it's not any kind of long-term solution. Um, as we talked about before, you solve the problem and uh, and you work yourself out of a job. So you really don't want to solve the problem. You oh, they'll wanna, never do it. They'll never just wanna, solve the problem. You no, can't. you just want to harass and be a terrorist. Be a terrorist. That's all it is. Hey, let's uh, break out the first hour of the Outdoor Zone, this new format that we're trying out is uh is over oh my goodness uh we've got a whole nother hour of the outdoor zone stick around you don't want to miss it you can catch us 24 7 365 by checking out our website it's called the outdoorzone.com <laughs> 